Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David, coming to you from our new studio in the Austin compound in Brobridge, Louisiana. Oh, my name is David Austin, and sitting across from me, as always, is my smoking hot wife. And I got to tell you, whatever this thing is you got cooking, love it. Thank Spicy, muy caliente. Well, thank you very much. I just finished mopping the floors, put a jacket on, and came in to record this. There you go. That's real talk, ladies and gentlemen. That is real talk. Real talk. Having the studio uh, as a part of our home is weird. I don't think it's weird at all. The studio's not fully finished. Nope. We're, we're waiting on. on some studio lighting. We're also waiting on some sound baffling. We have partially remediated the problem <laughs> of the cacophony that we had last week, but it's not all the way done. The room is still very, very loud, just not nearly as loud as it was last week. And wow, was it ridiculous last week. So thank you for hanging in there. We had an unusually high amount of downloads, and I believe it's because um, it was the first episode of season two. Of the session, Londa and David. Maybe. So that was pretty exciting. I'm really I'm really glad anybody listens. I mean, I, thank you. Yes. And you know what? I, I All four of you. When we were in town um, in Kennewick, Washington last week, mm-hmm. one of our listeners, Tiffany Perkins, who's a realtor at Keller Williams. Shout out to r- Tiffany Perkins. Yep. She came running up to me as I was leaving a business lunch and said, hey, David, I just want to let you know that I really like what you and Londa are doing. And uh, sweet. like the last episode really spoke to her. There was something that we were talking about when we were just talking between the two of us. There's a there's a handful of people that reach out to us every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very small handful, but but they reach out every once in a while and, you know, give us some some um, just encouragement. It, yeah. it you know, and tell us how much they love what we're doing and I really liked this and it was so good. And I gotta tell you, it it's like an injection of hope in my soul. People seem to like our chemistry. Our dynamic. We don't have chemistry. <laughs> but I, I I get a lot of compliments on the um, the coaching things that you bring to the show, the uh, the business resources that you provide. It's just been a really great response, and it was. I would hope so. It was fun to be back in the Tri Cities um, <clears throat> for the second week of the year mm-hmm. to be able to run into some people. You know, I joke all the time that people don't listen to podcasts. And they really don't. And here's what I mean. Oh, my. We goodness. have some 3,000 listeners to this podcast. If I sneezed on an over-the-air radio station, 10,000 people would hear it. Uh, and while I appreciate what you're saying, the people who listen to podcasts are doing so purposefully. That's exactly right. They're seeking it out. They're mm-hmm. subscribing. They're listening. To, you know what I mean? And sti- That's, statistically, they make two and a half times the average income of a mm-hmm. radio listener. They also are like 27% more likely to um, buy no, 47% more likely to buy something that is promoted during um, well, a podcast. We need some advertisers then. Well, speaking of that, the <laughs> session with Londa and David is brought to you by Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants. Whether your job is big or your company is small, 
There are no guidelines for how aggressively Londa, Joanne, Sherwood, Austin (laughs) will work toward your business. If you need a boost, call 509-491-2663. That's 509-491-2663. Or email Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. Another way to get in touch with Londa at Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants is to text her. That number is 509-491-2663. Big texter. If you're struggling in your sales process, mm-hmm. pick up the phone today. Yeah. Because Londa can take a look at what's going on in your system and your routine, and she can pick apart the problems and enhance the successes. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's and it's easier than you think. You don't have to start from scratch and completely redo your thing. Oftentimes it's small shifts in yes. your system, your language, your whatever, and bam. There you go. Yeah. I love it. I love doing that probably more than anything else on this planet. Well, I love it. I you- love looking at someone's current business really getting into it and diagnosing what's going on, looking at their current practices. And for whatever reason, my brain is just made to see, oh, got a shift here, do a shift here, do that there, that there. It's almost like a moving, you know, pieces of a puzzle right. or a game or something. That's and right. then boom, 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 boom. And, you know, two weeks later, they've got, they've got it all turned around. I mean, it's, it's really, it, faster than you think. And people oftentimes work with a coach for months or years. Mm-hmm. I try to work myself out of a job as fast as possible. You were telling me a story just two days ago about people that you have coached once or twice that have made major changes oh, okay. in their businesses. Tell me more about yeah, that. This is really odd. I had this realization. So I've been coaching people for almost 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed mm-hmm. is um, after one or two sessions with me, either their business, whatever it is, has taken off and they're seeing really good amazing results, right? Mm -hmm. They're seeing results, which Mm -hmm. is what I'm always after. Or they've left what they're doing, completely pivoted into a whole new industry. Or they, I had one client who just picked up and moved states and completely changed everything she was doing. So it's it's like they just get such clarity Mm -hmm. around things. And it's not even always the business. Right. You know, it's, wait. I hate this city. I don't have to be here. Right. Let's go. Well, it's just crazy. That's interesting because I have firsthand knowledge of what that's (laughs) like, the realization that you provide for people and how people can have a paradigm shift after talking to you. Because I was 18 years in the Tri-Cities, never thought I'd get back to Louisiana, never thought I'd get back to Lakeland, Florida, and in... The two and a half years that we've been married, we've bought and sold houses in Florida and now Louisiana. Yeah. And that's exciting. While maintaining our businesses in Washington. 
Right. I heard you say to someone on the phone this morning, I overheard you say, and I think by the end of summer, Londa's going to have a book written about how to do that. I said, by the end of summer, Londa's going to be ready to write a book about how to do that because you've talked about that. You've talked about how you could publish a book, self-publish a book. I think I could. About how to long distance operate a successful business. Yeah. Let me tell you, we were- I think I can figure out how to long distance- successfully operate any business. So if somebody wants to challenge me on that, let's do it. Let's well, let see me if tell we you, you, you have support because Erica Lalka, who's the new CEO Aww. of the Spokane office and also the, the operating partner in Tri-Cities, Tri-Cities of the Keller Williams, of the Keller Williams team, mm-hmm. rock star producer turned rock star recruiter and manager. Right absolutely said to me, you know what, if she writes that book, we can help her get her into the marketplace and have her make presentations. So she's a believer. I'm a believer. Thank you. And your multitudes of customers are believers. And that's pretty exciting. Well, it's exciting because COVID changed everything, right? The pandemic, I know a lot of people hated the pandemic. And I want to say, we talk a lot about how great the pandemic's been for us. It's been awesome. We also understand it's been a nightmare for a lot of people. And I want to speak to that really quickly because I just saw somebody who was sharing how their family is living separately like in separate quadrants of the same house. Oh, because of illness? And a lot of people are doing that because one one person, one spouse is, you know, out and about in the workplace, uh-huh. but uh, the child, the two kids, the child was exposed. So this spouse has to be home with the child, but be and is working from home, but the child who was exposed can't be with the parent who is battling cancer right now and can't be with the sibling who has a heart defect. Like, I can't even imagine how devastating that feels to have to live separately because you love your person and don't want them to get sick. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people have lost jobs. People have lost businesses. People, uh, we understand that. And if that's you and you think, oh, well, I'd love to coach with you if I had any money. Well, why don't you just give me a call and see what we can do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm not cold hearted. Like, like let's get, help people get on their feet too. I mean, I just love to help people move forward who think they're stuck. You're not stuck. Yes, this has sucked for a lot of people, but you're not stuck where you are. Let's go. Absolutely. And, and who knows, you know, what the mortality motivation that you used with me is really why I decided that it was time for me to take the show on the road, essentially. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And since doing that, we've taken 21 trips in the last year in 2021 we we, took 21 trips we just figured this out yeah and when i say trips i mean overnight travel we've done at least 21 trips that include overnight travel flying driving the rv across the country we've done all of that in 2021 we uh bought a house in Florida and sold it and bought a house in Louisiana all in 2021. Mm -hmm. We managed our successful real estate and mortgage businesses in Washington. Mm -hmm. We created a business called Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants for your coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we have just been... We started the podcast. We started the podcast as part of the whole Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're Mm -hmm. going to launch a company, let's launch it aggressively. We partnered with our daughter, Andrea, in Mm -hmm. Kennewick, Washington, to start the Bloom Room Salon. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And, you know... And it's exciting. She's got some rock star talent in there. I'm telling you. She does have some rock star talent in there. You know, we've been a little too hands-off with that business over the last year, but that's going to change. Yeah. yeah. You're going to do a little more managerial I, that stuff. That has in now there. been put on my plate. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, but that's what I do. So I love it. I love getting more involved with that and, and helping them to be more successful. Well, it's super exciting. And you yeah. have an interest in fashion and hair and art. So it's a perfect well, fit. Well, my interest right now is Andrea will not let me cut my hair. She hasn't let me cut it for like six months. I mean, trim, you know, but so it's getting really long. But I now, like it. Sexy. Listen. I don't know that I'm allowed to say sexy during our business podcast. I think you but... say it every single podcast. Wow. <laughs> now, though, anybody who knows me knows this is a big deal. We're discussing coloring. Yes. I don't know. I think that's great. I think you should go full purple. No. With, with the mm-hmm. bright green no. um, Billie Eilish highlights. No. No? That's not your deal? No, it's no, It's not no, your jam? No, no. What are you thinking? Well, Andrea's been discussing with me about... Covering some of the gray, whatever. With like blonde highlights or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. We'll see. We'll see if I do Let me tell you, nobody in the Tri-Cities is better at it than Andrea Robinson at the Bloom Room Salon. That's right. But if you do want the purple and green, um, Z at the Bloom Room Salon, that is her jam. That is her jam. Yeah. I like that. Okay, yeah, let's, so fun. let's get on track and talk about what we've discussed going into today. I don't know when show. you went off track, but I was never off track. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> you said the word track, and that's great, because we want to talk about tracking your business. Yeah. A lot of people fly by the seat of their pants and are shocked at the end of the year how well or how poorly they've done. Stop it. Right. Stop it. What do you do? Go. Well, it's 2022, people. This is your year. This is it. (laughs) This is the year you're going to track everything. You're going to track all of your expenses. You're going to track all of your income. You're going to track your database. You're going to track where your clients or customers come from. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important, we'll get more into that in a minute, is to know where your time, energy, and marketing dollars should go. But let's talk about just tracking in general. Okay. How do you get started? Thank you. That's exactly where I'm going. If you're the kind of person Mm -hmm. who, let's say just because we we, uh, uh, know a lot of people in the automobile industry, what if you're a salesperson at McCurley Integrity Dealership and you show up every day, every day at the Autoplex, you show up and you, you know, you, you, the up that comes on the lot, if it's your turn, you go out there and you talk to them. Mm-hmm. And let's say you sell 10 cars a month. Okay. That's not a bad living and that's not a bad career, but that is smaller than it can be if you were to track your ups and your leads and your friends who inquire about a car. Mm-hmm. How do you start that? Yeah. So honestly, there are a million apps mm-hmm. and computer programs and CRMs that you could use. Okay. However, 
let me, and this is another thing I'm super good at. Let me just simplify this for you so you don't get overwhelmed. All you need is a notebook and a pen or pencil. Okay. Literally, tracking in something is better than not tracking. Right. Right? So if I were to ask you, how many people are you talking to each day? Mm -hmm. You need to know the answer to that number. Right? Because if, if you need to know... If it takes you eight appointments, making eight appointments to hold five appointments to sell three units, mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying? Sure. How many how many people do I have to talk to in order to get an appointment? And that's and then how many appointments do I have to hold in order to make a sale? Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and most people look at their year end numbers and reverse engineer it, mm-hmm. but you can pre plan it. Absolutely. And once you've done that and you know how many conversations it takes to convert Mm -hmm. a lead into a deal Mm -hmm. or to convert a lead into an application, which Mm -hmm. could become a deal if you're a lender. Right. um, The first thing you do once you've tracked where you've been Mm -hmm. is you project where you want to go and then you can, you know, put together the numbers that you need to get where you're where you're wanting to go. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and and you can even do this if you don't have numbers. Right. If you want to make $100,000, because literally you ask anybody, how much money do you want to make this year? Everyone starts with $100,000. Okay, great. So let's just use real estate as an example. If your average commission is $7,500. Okay. You can reverse engineer that and figure out how many deals you have to do in a year, right? Right. To, to make $100,000. And you're talking about the net commission, not the gross commission? Well, yeah, you'd have to do the math yeah. between the gross yeah. and the net, right? right. Yeah. And, and you have to decide what you mean by make $100,000. Is that you want to make $100,000 in gross commissions or you want $100,000 in your pocket? And those are two different numbers. Absolutely they are. Right? Sure. So, and if you don't know how to do this... I can help you do this. That's yeah. another thing that I can do. Now, you probably, like in real estate, there's, I'm sure, a mentor or a managing broker or a, somebody in your office that can help, um, or it might be in your back office system even. But um, but you really can figure it out. You need to know how much money you want to make, mm-hmm. what your average ticket is, mm-hmm. you know, your yep. average sale, what is that price, right. you know, what is that number? And then what's your then, average commission percentage? And and then what is, and this is in any sales sure. job, then what is your expense per unit? Oh, that's good. A lot of people don't even consider that. Well, listen, I thank God I'd been in in uh, like an independent contractor previous to... Do you mean multi-level marketing being, sales, which you I have had done? I had done a lot of different yeah. things. Yeah, I've done direct yeah. sales yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thank God I had done that because when I started real estate, I knew I needed to save for taxes. Sure. But a lot of brand new realtors, they don't know that. And at the end of that first year comes and they're freaking out because they have this huge tax liability. Right. You know, my first year I pulled 30% out of every single commission check and put it in a separate bank account for taxes. Smart. Now, was it too much? Yes. 
Was it barely too much? Uh Uh-huh. Because I didn't have my system set up right for my taxes. And let me tell you, if you're in sales, you need a good accountant. Yes. You need a great accountant. And if you live in Tri-Cities, Washington, there is no one better than Epic Trust. That is true. Epic Trust Financial. They're not only the best CPAs in the Tri-Cities, they're also financial advisors. Yes. They're also insurance people. They yes. can help with everything. Now we work with Nathan Burt there. He, he's our guy. And let me tell you, the first year in real estate, I paid like $23,000 in taxes. Mm-hmm. My second year in real estate, I made $40,000 more and only paid 12000 in taxes because of how he helped me structure. Well, uh, you know what? The word you just used, structure, can be thought of as nefarious. What oh, he helped can you, it? Sh- absolutely. Well, it is illegal for a lender to help someone structure their tax return. Oh, illegal. Well, my accountant right. helped me yeah. structure my business. Right. And he helped I you. I started a sole proprietorship, an that's LLC right. that's with a right. sole proprietorship, yes. became the governor of that, an employee of it. Like, that's what I mean He by helped structure. you appropriately monitor your expenses and write yeah. them off where appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. That's, he that, taught me, and I, as I said, I had been doing these kinds of um, businesses before where I had right. to pay my own taxes, but I didn't really learn everything I needed to know until I started working with Epic Trust. Sure. And boy, I tell you, they really set me up. So so that's another thing. When you're tracking your expenses, you've you've got to and listen, whether you know, oh, is this a write off? Should I track it? Yes, track it. Whether yes. you know it's a write off or not. Absolutely. Because sometimes you just don't know the category. Right. You might think, oh well, that, that doesn't fit in any of these write-off categories. Sure. And then your accountant says to you, duh, yes, it does. It fits in this one right That's here. That's exactly right. Because of X, Y, Z. And then you go, oh, wow. Yep. So track everything. You just need a notebook with three sections. One's for expenses, one's for income, and one is to track your database. It can be a mess. It does not have to be neat and tidy. Sure. Just track it. So when you, um, once you have goals set and I am honestly not a huge goal setter, Mm -hmm. I never have been, Mm -hmm. I can help people do that. I'm better at like reverse engineering it and helping them know how many people to talk to to meet their blah, 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 blah. Um, but once you, you know that then let's start talking about how you track your database and why you track your database. Right. Right. Um, so Tracking the people that you come in contact with, your sphere of influence, your friends, yes. your whoever they are, your past customers, the people you hope to be customers, you know, it again can be as simple as a notebook. Can you use an online system that's connected to this, that, and the other thing will automatically send out this and do, do yes. Can that be overwhelming to some people? Absolutely. So it's okay to just start simple. Yeah. Right? When I when I got into <clears throat> business to business sales. Malcolm Adams was my local sales manager, and he told me, David, come with me. He put me in his car, and we drove to the Franklin <laughs> Covey Planner store, and he bought me my first Franklin Covey Planner. It was around that time. It was a little later, but not much. Right. You know what I mean? That was the big and Covey time. He, he got me excited about seeing my results, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is I... I wrote down every appointment, 
who I was meeting with, what business they had, how I got to them, and all their contact information. Super, super That's easy. It. Super, super easy, right? That's it. And That's I it. built a wildly successful radio sales business mm-hmm. doing it the old-fashioned way. Yep. Just with paper, pen and paper, yeah. right? There's still so much value to that. And I know like people use digital um, business cards. Yes. But... Mm, they're cool. They are cool. They don't get you business, but I they're cool still, to help people that you interact with I find you. St- I still like business cards, and I'll tell you why. Um, when you have your business cards made, yes. put your information on the front mm-hmm. and make sure the back is blank. White blank. Okay. Let me tell you why. Because you can get somebody's contact information and write it down on the back of that business card, mm-hmm. and then you keep that one. You give them one, you keep one that you write their information down on. Okay. Now, I'm really good at getting people to put their information in my phone. Right. That's a skill that you have. It's a skill. Yeah. Not everybody has that, but but maybe you can ask for their, you know, name and phone number or whatever. And th- the way that you do that, and I'm thinking of Rachel, who we met at the restaurant right. uh, recently. Right. Yes. And we had such a great connection. Bonefish Grill in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, we had such a great connection with her, and um, we ended up exchanging contact information, which mm-hmm. sounds crazy. And by the way, I don't have anything to sell her. Right. I mean, I really don't. I, I, I just always be building your database because you never know. And the reason that I build my database is because I am a natural connector. So I want to be able to connect her to someone or somewhere else that's good for her growth, her development, her whatever, right? right. So that's one reason I'm always building that information. So, And I'm pretty sure she's a renter, not a homeowner. And if and when you get licensed in Louisiana, maybe. now you've got a new potential customer. Maybe, maybe. And a friend. And what I'm excited about, though, is hanging out with them. And, yeah. And they don't really know a lot of people here right. either. And so we're like, well, we don't either, so let's hang out, which is how we kind of came to it. Right. You know, we're just chatting. We chat with everybody that we see and we're talking about, you know, are you from here? Do you live here? How long have you lived here? Right. That's cool. Oh, really? We find points of connection and then just drill down on those points of connection. That's exactly right. Until we got to the point where I was like, let's, we should totally hang out sometime. That's right. And you know what? We will. Yeah. That's the cool thing. We will. We're not just the kind of people that want to get to know you so we can sell you something and then we're never going to talk to you again. But here's what I did with that information. Yes. So she put her contact info into my phone, Mm -hmm. right? I sent her a text right away. So mm-hmm. she'd have my contact mm-hmm. info. And when I send that text, I go, hey, this is Londa Sherwood-Austin. Save this number. Can't wait to get together with you guys for drinks or whatever. I can't remember what I said. Um, and then we found a, a, like a week or so later, I found a podcast that I thought she'd be interested in. One of ours? One of ours. Yes. A topic I thought she'd be interested in. Because we had talked about the podcast at sure, lunch with her. Sure. And so I sent it to her. And um, they'd already listened to a bunch of the podcasts. So anyway, but what I did with that information, though, is even though it's in my phone, I also have a notebook that I write down everybody. So I wrote down her name, her wife's name, her that they said something about. I just make notes about, okay, um, this is what they looked like. This is, you know, if they mentioned they had kids or a dog, their dog, Fluffy. 
Um, Do they have a dog named Fluffy? No, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying this is an example. I don't have that notebook in front of me, I or gotcha. I would just share I gotcha. that. Where we met, what we talked about, and it's just a couple of lines, but it's so that I have a point of reference. Sure. The other thing I like to do is go and look on social media and see if I can find them just to learn a little bit more about them and, you know, connect with them there. So that's how you you do the database. And then if there's ever a time where I feel like I could make a connection for them. You do. Business-wise or whatever, then I do. And, and I go over that database often. I read through those and, okay, who is this? Have I found any anybody or any resource recently that I think they might be interested in, you know, and, and I just think differently. It's just like my, like a lot of my real estate clients. In fact, I just had a Facebook memory pop up a couple of days ago that um, Matt and Shauna Parkhill, which were clients who walked into an open house. She was big pregnant with their first baby. (laughs) I mean, like two weeks away from being due. Um, And, I had never met them before and 10 days later had them under contract. And I think we've figured out that turned into like six more deals or something. That's right. So far. And, um, but I saw this Facebook memory where, um, she had posted a picture of some, um, gosh, I can't remember the flavor like cinnamon toast crunch Oreo cookies or something. It was some weird flavor of Oreo. That is bizarre. I can't remember what it was. Okay. Cheesecake or something. Uh, Okay. Keep going. That, she had she had mentioned uh-huh. on Facebook, hey, has anybody seen these? I can't find them. Well, I went on Amazon, ordered two packages and had them mailed to her. Right. right? So then she put a picture on Facebook of the package <laughs> of cookies and was like, Londa, these are so good, blah, blah, blah. So I don't do a lot of like monthly mailers sure. with my logo and my and home stats and all that kind of stuff. But you never know when you're going to get a weird flavored package of Oreo in the mail from me. Well, (laughs) look for it if you've posted something on Facebook, because (laughs) you do a lot of direct uh, keeping up with your friends and your sphere of influence on Facebook. You do a lot of that, and it's really cool. Well, I just think for me, if I don't have the the personal kind of connection, it's just, I, I don't know. It's no fun. Yeah, I like to, I don't know. I I like to go deep with my customers and I like to get to know them and I like to do stuff with their families and I like to have relationships with them. You know what I mean? I like to mail them gifts no one else is thinking of. Which is great. That, you know what? That's yeah. great. And there are a ton of different personality types and a ton of different ways to relate to your customer. <laughs> but what you do is very considerate and it seems deliberate, but it's not. That's what's interesting. You see something, you think of them, then you just do it. It's not like you see something, you think this person would like this. Let me send it because that'll turn into a deal. Oh, you God, don't do no. that. No. You know what I mean? No. So your motivation. If it's something really simple that I can, if it's a, here's what it is. If it's a simple want or need that they have that I can easily fill. Yes. Why not? Right. I think that's great. But I, but I do the same thing with our kids. Exactly. I'll be yes. on the phone with one of them and they're talking about how they're saving up money for an Instapot. And I get off the phone and Amazon, Instapot, right. ship it to them. You're not as big of a pushover with any of the kids as I am, though. 
If any one of the kids calls me, they get what they want. It's true, and I don't know how to stop it. I was so glad you weren't with Andrea and I when we were at the antique shop. There was a $400 lamp that she wanted to get, and she's like, I've been looking at this lamp every time I walk by the window, and went in and looked at it, and she was like, oh, $400. No, I don't need it for $400. And all I could think was, it's a good thing David's not with us, or that lamp would be going home with her. Except I am very practical, and 400 bucks for a piece of home decor doesn't seem practical it, to me. It's an antique. Uh, great. Anyway, <laughs> keep tracking everything in your notebook, right. right? And and reference it. You need to be reading over reading through your database every morning, sure. every day. You need sure. to be re, like refreshing your memory. And you can do a database that's divided into three sections: hot, warm, and cold. Okay. Yeah. So that's always a good thing to do. Hot is people who might be right now buyers for whatever you're selling. Right. And warm might be future buyers for what you're selling. And cold is maybe just people that you want to have connection with. Target. And you don't, people you want to target, but you don't have a You don't really right know now. if you're right. ever going to have a product that's for them, right. but you want to keep them in the circle. Sure. And so um, you can do that and track it in the notebook until you can get to a place where you can put it into a system that is online, some right. kind of app or some kind of data tracking system. And then, and, and then almost all real estate companies and lending companies mm-hmm. and car dealerships pay for a CRM system for their right. employees. Right. So there's, there's all kinds of resources mm-hmm. possibly at your own company, even if you haven't explored it. So go right. to the front mm-hmm. desk and ask about the CRM. Yeah, for sure. Now, tracking where your customers and clients are coming from. Yes. This is really important because if you do not track this, you could be wasting a lot of time, energy, and money. Right. And let me explain what I mean. So let's say that you have a quarterly client party. Yes. And And a lot of realtors do. A lot of people do. A lot of people in sales do this. They might have an annual or quarterly or whatever, a customer appreciation party or customer appreciation something. Some kind of shindig. Even a a monthly, I'm thinking of a realtor who does, uh, and I think this is a Tom Ferry thing where you do the once a month customer appreciation. Right. uh, Gifts. Right. Yeah. And so you've got to know if you're getting your money's worth. So I worked with a client one time who does happen to be in real estate that was doing these twice a year client parties that were costing about $1,500 each. So we're down three grand in a year. So we're $3,000 in a year, right? Right. And you might say, well, realtors make a lot of money. $3,000 is nothing. You know how you get rich? You track every penny. That's That's exactly right. There is no millionaire that I know that's like, I pay whatever. I, I like my TV shows, so I pay that's whatever. Right. They say, I pay $97.82 for cable. Right. You know if what I mean? They have cable. Okay, so. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. They know where every penny's going. Exactly. And a great book to learn a little bit more about the mindset of that is a book that I love. It's old, but Millionaire Next Door. Okay. One of my favorite books. Anyway, um, so. um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So $3,000. Yes. Not a big deal to spend $3,000 on a client party if it is producing the results you want. Right. So we looked at this and said, okay, 
how many deals actually came from this. And I made this person actually, because they didn't know. Okay. Made them actually go back and figure out who was there and how many deals actually came out of that party. Those parties, right? Okay. And the answer was zero. Wow. Zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But you really like doing this, so is there another way we can do this? That doesn't cost fifteen hundred bucks a pop. Right. And that will get so so what we ended up figuring out is they really liked the party kind of atmosphere, the connection with the client. And so we and I'm trying to keep this very anonymous and which sure. is why I'm not saying exactly what we did. Yeah. Because if I said exactly what we did Everyone who listens to this podcast would know exactly who I'm talking about if okay. you live in Tri Cities. But okay, um, but so it was a Tri Cities realtor. Okay, so I got we that just, much. We just uh, shifted gears a little bit and okay. came up with another plan that cost about ten dollars a month. Okay, that would end up yielding the same kind of gathering atmosphere, the same kind of camaraderie, the same kind of appreciation, but cost far, far less. So now, instead of fifteen hundred dollars a year, it's one hundred twenty bucks. Three thousand, three thousand. Oh, right, 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 right. Instead of three thousand a year, it's one hundred twenty a year. That's pretty awesome. Yep, yep. Infinite creativity. And so that's the last thing that I want to say is is um, about tracking mm-hmm. is the other thing that I want you to track is all your ideas that you think you talk yourself out of. Okay. Creativity wins. Right. I mean, do the crazy thing that everyone tells you won't work. Do it. Do it. <clears throat> I think that's great. If you don't try it for 90 days, you don't know if it'll work or not. Right. So when you have those ideas, there's a great book by Elizabeth Gilbert called Big Magic. Right. Go read it right now. And it's easy to read. Easy oh, reading. It's so which is good. great. It's so you know? good. Big Magic is really about those ideas that come to you. Mm-hmm. Instead of dismissing them, explore them in one of the sections of your notebook. Interesting. Well, what would that look like? And what would happen if I did that? Do you know how many times just in real estate in and in everything I've ever done, but just in real estate, people have said to me, that will never work. <sighs> Countless. And do you know what happened? Every time it worked. Yes. You know when it didn't work? When I dismissed it and didn't do it. Right. That's the only way it's not going to work. Joe Mullins, bless his heart, my first mentor in real estate, Mm -hmm. was the first one who told me, always try new things. Don't ever get stuck in, well, this is how I do it. Right. This is how it works. And he also told me, surround yourself with new realtors all the time. Yes. Because they're excited. They're fresh. They've got the new ideas. they've, they've, They've just had the training, so they know all the up-to-date changes in the contracts that you, that we're not keeping up on, you know? Yes. I mean, so I think that's really good advice. And I think keep stay tapped into that creativity. And if you're, you feel like you're not very creative, then get around some creative people. And it doesn't have to be in your industry, just creative people in general. Yes. If you sit and talk about ideas, 
stop talking about people and talking about the pandemic and talking about politics. Nobody gives a shit anyway. Let's sit around and talk about ideas. Right. Which I learned early on in lending that talking to other loan officers about their wins mm-hmm. is way more productive than talking to them about what doesn't work. When I, one direct sales, does, does that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah. yeah. And, and a one direct sales company that I was involved with, we had weekly meeting with some of the top leaders. Yes. And the only rule was there's no complaining. Well, we you know, come to talk about our wins and what's working. Right. And if you spend time with complainers, Oof. You will see the bad in the world exclusively. Yep. I, I saw an, uh, an infographic, I think is what, the, what's it called? I don't know. I don't know uh, what you saw. A I, meme, a quote graphic. A quote graphic. That's what okay. it was. Okay. And it said, if you're looking for yellow Volkswagen Beetles when you're driving because you own one, you'll see a ton of them. Mm-hmm. It then said, if you are... Uh, looking for great things to happen, mm-hmm. you find a lot of great things. It's if you're true. looking for bad things to happen, a lot of bad things seem to happen. And if you spend a lot of time with complainers, you're never going to have a positive outlook. Mindset is everything. That's exactly right. You know, I, when I was at some mortgage conference, I'm going to say 10 years ago, and you mortgage guys that know me, were probably there, we saw um, uh, Tony Robbins talk, Mm -hmm. right? And he talked about changing your physical state to change (laughs) your mental state, you know? And for about a month, Dago would slap his chest and go, change your state! (laughs) Well, we did that that this morning. That's exactly right. We did. We changed our state. Here's how we did it. I'm sitting there watching TV, probably 7 o'clock in the morning. Maybe 8. Londa's been sleeping in lately. Let's face it. It's a new year. Um, (laughs) And she came out of the bedroom, and I was super excited to see her. And she's just wearing a towel. And this isn't going blue, so I'm not working blue here. But she says, okay, it's 39 degrees out. Let's go do a cold plunge. No, no. She said, I'm going to go do a cold plunge. She didn't. Would you like to come with me? I said, I'm, this is what I said. I'm going to do a cold plunge for, uh, for the 200 to 300% increase in dopamine for up to three hours and the long-term effects on anxiety. I am going to do a cold plunge. Would you like to join me? And of course the answer was for sure. (laughs) And I was off my chair and fully nude and grabbing a towel. Well, that was an unnecessary detail. I apologize to our listeners. Well, we have a very secluded, beautiful backyard, so nobody's looking in unless they're really trying to. And if they see me out there naked, they earned it. God bless. If they're trying that hard, if they can, they They earned it. it. Uh, Yeah. And so so we went in the pool. One minute in the, we later found out was 50 degree uh, water. Right. 39 degrees outside. Yes chilly except here's the deal i'm a weirdo and i can't just stand there so i started cleaning the debris that had come in from the palm trees out (laughs) of the pool during our one minute cold plunge so here i am grabbing up armfuls of palm fronds and throwing them over the side of the pool i on the other hand stood with my arms clenched in front of me counting it felt so 
awesome. It was terrible. It was the best. It was and the it worst. was just like when my grandmother Miner said to me one day when they were visiting us in Louisiana. At this house, we had an above-ground pool, and the water, you know, we winterized the pool, so the water was a little greenish, algae-ish. We didn't leave it running all year long. And she said to me, hey, David, I'll bet you a pack of gum you won't go up onto the pool deck, dive in, swim across, and swim back. Pack of gum, you won't do it. Well, I'm going to get a pack of gum. So I did it, and it felt exhilarating and crazy and it was icy cold Mm -hmm. and the water was gross the water here's clean because we run the filter all year round but uh it felt incredibly exhilarating and i i had the exact same emotional response today as i did then i am always cold and i didn't get a pack of gum out of it no i'm (laughs) always cold anyway so the idea of doing this is uh yuck yeah. And then we did it and I and it was still yuck and you're like it was the best thing ever. It was the worst thing I've ever done to myself. It was awesome. However, about 30 minutes later I did get that dopamine hit. Right. And I got to say that was great and I'm hoping long term that it will help with my anxiety, you know, over time and it will ultimately help regulate your internal thermostat yeah because when you got out of the pool and came in the house even though the uh the thermostat here says it's 66 it feels Mm -hmm. way hotter than that to me but you seem icy frigid cold you said to me after you got all dried off wow i don't feel nearly as cold as i did before we went and did that so there's a lot of health benefits to the cold plunge i know it's kind of the new cool thing i loved it maybe that's why i'm so bouncy today i feel yeah because that's different than every other day Woo! (laughs) anyone who knows you knows that you are bouncy every single day it's one of the things we love most about this episode of the session is brought to you by home coffee that's right (laughs) coffee you make at home really really good home coffee it's an americano in our is it a cuisinart coffee maker i don't know what it is it's a phillips it's a phillips home espresso machine that you can pick the button so this episode brought to you by home coffee and cold plunges there you home go home coffee and cold plunges you oh said you wanted gosh. more fake commercials so i do i love the fake commercial <laughs> i would say uh, just just circling back to mindset yes. um there was you talked about the yellow volkswagen if mm-hmm. you see mm-hmm. them if you have one you see them all the time that is the reticular activating system at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a whole, we should do a whole show on mindset, affirmations, and the science behind all that because I'm fascinated by it. I've studied it for a long time. Uh, and that would be really fun. That's great. Teach people how to do affirmations. And, and that kind of science makes a lot more sense to me than people who say they want to manifest good things. It it's it's all in the same bucket it's, it is it's all and there's there's a if the, you don't the, you it, go follow mel robbins i want to manifest money sounds to me like witchcraft but it's, i want to think positively and build strong relationships and same, make more money same that difference. sounds better to me that makes sense in my brain mel robbins um who i love and is brilliant and i can't say enough about her yes just started talking about manifesting and the science behind it. So okay. go follow her and and you'll find out a lot more about that. You know what? That's a great place to wrap this up because that's a whole new topic that we can cover. 
What is it again? The reticular... Reticular activating system. It's at the base of the brain. I don't want to get into it right now. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. That's science. And I like where science and sales intersect. Oh, so do I. I really like it. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a topic soon. In the meantime... This has been The Session with Londa and David. It's episode two of season two, brought to you by Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants. 509-491-2663 is the number to call if your business needs a boost. I guarantee if you call 509-491-2663 and do an intake interview with Londa, she can help solve your problems. Again, Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants, 509-491-2663. For my beautiful bride, Londa Joanne Sherwood Austin, my name's David Austin, and this has been The Session with Londa and David.